Hello and welcome to We're Listening, the podcast all about Frasier. I'm Will. I'm Kay. And this week we're not looking at an episode of Frasier, but are instead looking at a Simpsons episode requested by Corey Brin, aka Mischief Knight, one of our beloved quizmasters, um, who also, if you haven't seen on Facebook and Twitter by now, arranged the most incredible gift for Key and I last week, where Saul Rubinick, who plays Donnie Douglas, uh, sent us a special message. So make sure you go and check that out. Um, just before we begin recording, Corey's going to get a, a laugh out of this. He requested that we were going to look at one of two episodes. One of them was You Only Move Twice. The other was The Springfield Files. We well, it was my understanding that we'd come to an agreement on the Springfield Files, but I have watched the Springfield Files. Key, hi listeners. If you're hearing this, it's because Zoom cut off the audio from this part of the intro. But what we were basically, what I was about to say is that Key watched a different Simpsons episode. He watched You Only Move Twice, which was the other episode Corey had asked us to possibly consider reviewing. So I watched one of the ones he suggested. Key watched the other. You can imagine what comes next. Stump me, but I'm confident that I know it's scene for scene and well yeah. enough that I can I can still put on an impressive showing. This is the, this is the good thing because Key is is as he says, he's an expert at the Simpsons far more than I am and I know that with my prompts leading him, he will basically remember the episode better than I do <laughs> who watched it about half an hour ago. So Key, I've basically I've got my trivia questions which are going to be harder than harder than normal, but before yeah. we jump into trivia corner this week, my <laughs> opening question difficult. it is my opening question in this episode Homer is hooked up at one point to a treadmill by uh, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, and he's compared like to a, a lava, lava lamp. lamp. Yes. Have you ever owned one? <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on the lava lamp? See, you already know the episode. You're oh, fine. Honestly, every little quote I get is going to be like a huge win for me today. <laughs> um, I'm going to be like Urkel. Uh, like Urkel. <laughs> I appear every Friday night. <laughs> like Urkel. Like Urkel. Um, I've never owned a lava lamp, but I kind of want to. They do seem cool. They seem to me like they completely bend the law of physics. I've always loved them, man. I always, I've, I thought you struck me as someone who might have had one in that, no, you know, I, in your little I, room back in Kozel. I, I have a dream of, mm. and it's a very expensive dream because I looked how much this is, um, of getting a basement and actually building a basement at UK House, which is at least 80 grand. I looked it up. Wow. Um, and having like a lava lamp, some cinder blocks, which forms like a bookshelf with some, okay. some wood on it. Nice. Um, an old jukebox, a rug and a lava lamp. Because wow. The lesser known Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech about the <laughs> lava lamp basement. Basically, um, I want to be in the 1980s American sitcom. That's you basically is. just want to be a, a stoner just taking like <laughs> LSD in a basement. Um, but I've always loved them. Yeah. And I mean, I seem to remember them being a bit of a risk or safety hazard because they used to get like boiling hot. Um, like kind of threatening to spill yeah. their their liquid contents all over your your bedroom. But oh God, well, always been a big fan. I, I'm always worried it's going to spill its liquid contents all over my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a line and a half. That's that yeah, we can run with that for this episode. I'll put that in the little uh, the caption box. Um, okay, Key, do you want to dubiously tuck yourself <laughs> into trivia corner this week? Let, well, let's go for it. This yeah, might be the most challenging trivia you're ever going to have oh, leveled at you. Okay, this one's pretty good because this one's you. Universal to the to the Simpsons. Oh, I can do this. What is the name of the Springfield newspaper? Is it not the Springfield Gazette? There or... might be in this episode when uh, oh. what's his name Mulder hands to Scully the yeah. human blimp fine spots uh, alien or something. The headline: It's a different newspaper. If it, this is a clue, it's alliterative, and it is Springfield. The Springfield Shopper. Yeah, there it is. The Springfield Shopper. Is the Gazette one as well? I feel like I've heard that. I feel like I've heard the Springfield Gazette, but maybe it's not. Maybe it is the Shopper. Um, hmm. Because I mean, that's where it's I'm sure both would exist. I think it's the Springfield Shopper where Homer ends up working uh, with, I think it's Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner yeah. when he becomes the food critic. I love that app. I think that's uh, it's the Springfield Shopper he works at. So. Yeah. I've just, I, yeah, I, I'm trying. I've got all these Simpsons little scenes and memories in my head. And I'm going to try and just not keep shouting them out and stay on track for this no, episode. No, I am going to be shouting them out. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> um, question two, Key. FBI Springfield. We see the outside of the building in this episode. How long, according to the tagline on the building, has it been invading our privacy? It tells, it gives okay. us a year. Okay. 
1900s, I'm guessing. Sorry, when I say it doesn't give us a, a specific year, it tells us for how many years it's okay. been invading our privacy. 24 years. 60, a bit, a bit more round, a bit more round. I mean, that's a, that's a plausible guess, Key. You've kept it pretty close, considering you're going in blind here. Oh, God. Oh, my God, you're never going to get this I'm, one. I genuinely feel bad to Corey. I'm so sorry, Corey. Actually, we'll have fun with the third question because I forgot to go and get the answer. <laughs> so it was how many people are on the Springfield Philharmonic bus that goes past Homer in the woods? Oh, that's a good question. It's a good question because someone gets off and I was going to count her. Um, but yeah, oh, well, are we counting just the back. people who get off? No, only one person oh. gets off, and I was okay, going to count everyone on the bus. But... Okay, well, I know I can visualize it in my head, and I'm pretty sure we just see the side of the bus, so we'll only see people sitting on one side. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if they're like spread out though, so they're not blocking in the aisles. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like I feel like they're all kind of. In my head, there was about 10 or so. I was going to say the 8 or 12. I think so... it's somewhere around that figure, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't even written the answer down. So what an absolute travesty this bonus ep is turning out to be. In, in fairness, I mean, if you really want to make it a travesty, I can ask you questions from um, You Only Move Twice. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, okay. Let me finish these. We should definitely do that. Because um, I know that episode really well, actually. Not not to set myself up for a fall, but... Um, Okay, that that one's too hard. You're not gonna you're not gonna remember this key, but let me ask you anyway. He's he at one point when he's recalling his Friday night to like Scully, like Urkel, yeah. to Scully in Moe's. He says we uh, it was a typical Friday night. We were at the gentlemen's club. Yeah. He describes two things they were doing at the gentlemen's club. Can you remember what they were? I this remember is... him. Was he sucking peanuts out of the back of Barney's car? I know that's like the next bit. I think it's that... sucking mustard out of a packet. Um, but that's yeah, that's the, that's the second thing. But well remembered there. I'm going to give you the point because I that's nearly... not a point. No, because I nearly put that as what did he actually do? And oh, okay. you basically got it because they are in Barney's car. Um, but can you remember what they were doing at the gentlemen's club? It's very classy. Is it something about the stock market? Were they discussing the stock market? It's discussing Wittgenstein, the philosopher. Oh, oh, over a game of backgammon? Over a game of backgammon, yes, Key. Well played, man. That's impressive. Scare, impressive. Scary. Scary, but impressive. Do you know do you know much about Ludwig Wittgenstein? Not really. His, his name comes up a lot in kind of literary theory He's, and stuff. But If it's the guy I'm thinking of, and I could embarrass myself here, mm -hmm. and let me be absolutely clear, I'm not one of these people that says something confidently when I'm wrong. So if I am wrong, <laughs> feel free to correct me. I think, if I remember my philosophy days, Ludwig Wittgenstein, Mm -hmm. I remember nothing of his theory, but I think he was at primary school with Adolf Hitler. Wow. If, that, if it's the right guy that I'm thinking of, I think he went to school with Hitler. It very much and were, should be. And there's like a, literally a photo of them both at school together. Yeah, man. I'm just reading on his Wikipedia page that he encountered controversy for hitting children when they made mistakes in his mathematics class. Um <laughs> Man, maybe maybe Hitler rubbed off on him or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a bit of a piece of work. Um, and finally, Key, this is a, another tough one, but you could maybe take a stab at this. What '90s band is Jimbo waiting to see? And he's got he's holding a sign up for the Alien, saying Alien Dude want two tickets for, and it's a '90s band. Can you remember two words? Two words. Mm. I'm a big fan of them personally, but. Very big in the 90s. And also from Seattle, so a bit of a Frasier reference there. Does it help? In oh, fact, okay, Lilith, Lilith references them in an episode we've seen, I think. What? Yeah, I think when she says, um, I, I, was, I was on your radio, she, I, I'd studied the radio, and I was kept expecting you to tell me hits for such and such band. Um, but then, yeah, something like that. Um, I can't remember the quote, but there you go. I can't remember. Um, the, the Steve Matthews band. The Steve, I think you're thinking of the Dave Matthews Steve band Matthews. And, and the Steve Miller band. Now <laughs> that you've put the two together, it's Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Eddie Vedder's finest right. Pearl Jam. Um, I'm so sorry, Corey. I'm so honestly, sorry. I think, weirdly, the fact we're going to do trivia for both episodes, it's kind of the best of both worlds, so he is might it? like it. I, I <laughs> think, is it? I think it was me doing it properly when he would have liked that. <laughs> okay. okay lay my on five me, questions for you only move twice. <laughs> Let's roll. What was the chalk, the line on the chalkboard? Oh. <sighs> See, in this episode, it's related to the to the show. I have a feeling it's not related in that one. Uh, not really. I don't. Something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did not learn everything I need to in kindergarten. Oh, for God's sake! Good one. Um, so kind of, he does get put back to a remedial class, but it's not kindergarten. Yeah, so. he does. 
with, with okay. a circle of paper and a safety pencil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two, what is the title of the promotional video that we see? Oh, the, the one was like Cypress Creek, where dreams come true. That one. Yeah, but that's not the title. There's a specific no, no, no. title that appears, oh. and it's a play on a very, pop- well, very, very, very famous book. Oh, don't tell me that. Oh, jeez. The, the book is quoted in a very famous episode. Well, I think it's quite a quote. I quote it quite a lot. Um, but it's quite a quotable line of The Simpsons in which they sort of they they kind of parodied the opening line of the book. Uh, I think it's the opening line anyway. Oh, A Tale of Two Cities. Uh, yeah, the, the name of the promotional video is Cypress Creek, A Tale of One City. Oh, man. Well played, though, because I was thinking but, of the, the monkey. Yeah, the it was the best of times. times. The blast of times, you, <laughs> you stupid, stupid monkey. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm now going to try and read my own writing. Um, okay, so when Homer is in the cubicle at, mm-hmm. um, at the Glybex Corporation with his team, there is a sign on the back wall. What is the What does the sign say? It's like an inspirational sign. Uh, is that the one, the one near the phone where Scorpio picks up the phone? I think the phone's on the left-hand side and the oh. I think it's on the right-hand side, possibly. Oh, I could be wrong. man. I'm kicking myself over all of these. I should know them. Mate, that's how I was feeling with Wittgenstein. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, you got the backgammon. <laughs> um... Oh, motivational. I don't know. I know. I know. In the garage, they have the the uh, Kang in their kitty one. So I'm just that, gonna like that kid must be long dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna guess it's a repeat of that, but I know it won't be. Uh, no, it's a sign which says, "There's no me in team." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Question four. If you get this right, I will. Mm. I'll quit, and you well, you can host your own Simpsons podcast. I tell you okay. Okay. What are the names of the other students in Bart's remedial class? Uh, so I know she says them all because they all start hitting each other. Yeah. Um, it's one called Morty. Oh, you're very close. It's Not like quite. I know there's an Orty sound. It, there's a Gordy. Gordy, Gordy, yeah. uh, Gordy. Oh man, there. I think most of them, other than Gordy, are like one syllable. Is is that? I've got two. I've got four more names. Two of. No, one is one syllable. All the rest are two syllables. I've got. Oh man, Gordy. Oh, sugar. Is there a Ron? No. No. Oh, you're gonna have to tell him, man. This is really hard. I've got written down. I could be wrong. I've got Warren, Melvin, Gary, Dot, and Gordy. Oh man, I can literally hear her voice <laughs> saying all of those names. Man, that's annoying. Okay. <laughs> and finally, last question. Oh, You've done great, mate. You're I need great. to get one right, please. <laughs> Okay, obviously, Hank Scorpio famously blows up a bridge. Yes. What bridge? The It's either the Maybe 49th or the 59th Street Bridge. It's it's one of those, I think. It might be. I'm going to I'm going to say the 49th Street Bridge. No. Well, it was the 59th. You're kidding me, man. Oh. oh well, I'm turning the podcast off. We're done for today. <laughs> I need to go and line a dark. Maybe room. it blew up on its own. You always say that. I want to take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. Well, that was a very interesting trivia corner. Key, thank you for writing those questions. I'm afraid I couldn't give them. I'm, the I'm sorry I got the wrong episode. Am I? Is he even in the same series? I think it is the same season. It's isn't the it? first or second episode of this series. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're not a million miles away. Um, my first bullet point, Key, is simply do you have a favorite couch gag? Because oh. we've seen a lot over the years. This one was them flying in on jetpacks and then Maggie comes in late and lands on Marge. The one that always jumps to mind for me is the one where they do the whole show where they're like kicking eggs in the air and then the, the elephants appear in the I background. I knew you were going to and... say that. And weirdly, I hate that because do it's you... like they repeat it a lot because it, it's when the episodes are too short so, and yeah. they need to pad them out, isn't it? For, for me, I don't know, there's something about season five and that opening i always think that's like oh season five we're in for a good one here like yeah, it's a great season um but it is true like the best episodes usually the ones without couch gags because they don't have the time because obviously the couch gags are basically just building time isn't it it's just yeah yeah um, when you think about trying to it fill a bit of time um so yeah that's probably the one that jumps to mind most hmm. um weirdly seems... they've all gone out my head now i'm trying i'm weirdly, the, hundreds but all all the ones i'm thinking of are like the ones Usually, quite the long ones and long couch gags usually denote bad episodes because they're filling time. Like the one where Homer's crawling through the, the the lake and then he becomes like a fish and then 
a, a monkey and then becomes a Renaissance man and then and yeah. like the stages of Homer. I know they did in one of the more recent series, a Game of Thrones one, which was inspired oh, by like, yeah, the opening of Game of Thrones. Took a pop culture term with them as well. Yeah, because I know I think the Banksy do one or like they Jeez. did they did one and apparently it was like really bleak about like how animators get paid a pittance and all this. I thing. mean, I get that, but also I do find Banksy extremely on the nose and yeah. it's not it doesn't appeal to me much. Um there's a in fact there's a video I'll have to send you after this, but this is a video out there for um, Corey may have seen this. There is a English animator called Lee Hardcastle who's famous for making extra they're brilliant claymation short films, but they're extremely extremely violent um and often just really disturbing um he was he's there was a film called like the abcs of death and he he was like t because that every every letter of the alphabet was a different short film and he's done a simpsons couch gag where it's a home invasion with basically jimbo and kearney and a few of the others basically break into the house and like moonlight sonata is playing in the background and i mean i do not go and seek out this video if like listeners this is if you're squeamish or don't do very well with horror because it's extremely dark and disturbing but it's like basically like the most disturbing couch gag you've ever seen and i mean how how robust are you kid does that sound like something you'd be able to stomach or it's pretty intense i don't mind horror but i don't like things that are particularly intense like i watched the film cape fear i watched that recently actually because like i've obviously seen the simpsons episode so many times such a bob it's a great episode fantastic and I thought, oh, I've never seen the film. I should watch the film. And I really struggled to get through yeah, that film, Yeah, I think actually. you said you, you turned it off pretty short soon because a lot of... Yeah, it's a bit probably... when, he's, uh, when he's with the woman and it like, gets really horrible. Yeah, I got a little bit further past that and then I just... Oh, no, it made me... I really didn't like it. De Niro I'm... is like real monster in that film. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's so well done, actually, though. By watching it does make you appreciate the Simpsons episode a whole lot more because you see just how brilliantly it is done that the Simpsons have taken this incredibly, incredibly dark film and put such a comedic light on it. Like when they're in like the, the cinema and, he's, and, he, and Homer's like, was it? Um, hey, we're trying to watch the movie. And then starts <laughs> laughing himself louder and whacks him on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. Um, so, I mean, I've said this before, but I mean, I really love the Truth is Out There poster for the X-Files. And obviously they have that when it cuts to, to Mulder and Scully in their office. They've kept that in this episode. It's a bit stupid me keep just constantly doubling down saying, I, re- I would love to get that. Because it's like saying, I'd love a muffin. Like, it's just, just go and buy one. Like, they're not, it's not expensive. It's reproduced everywhere. But it's the kind of thing, you know, I don't, I don't have one, but I would like to get one. We obviously begin, Key. Which celebrity opens narrating this episode? I'm guessing it's Leonard Nimoy. It is Leonard Nimoy. And I think I, a couple of weeks ago i mentioned the civilization games and he narrates them as well so although that sounded like a mad tangent a week or two ago it's it's been brought back around here and it's it's again leonard nimoy leaving half done and just starting off i love it i mean i love there's such um the monorail episode which leonard nimoy is also so in so good and he just leaves at the end he's like my work here is done you didn't, you do, didn't anything. do anything didn't i <laughs> honestly if there's any football fans out there for me that is just mika richards uh, <laughs> didn't i <laughs> didn't i do anything derrick uh, famous uh talk show host wrote monorail are you familiar with who wrote my just the monorail i mean i would have was he not conan o'brien it was yeah 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 um obviously from from late night with conan or whatever it's called i, I think so many of the like, i think it really peaked actually when conan o'brien was on the in the writer's studio i think mm. He clearly brought something special to it. And yeah. and I love, because he's not in that episode. He, he, he is in an episode. He's, he's in the episode where Bart becomes a celebrity. Yes. Um, the I Didn't Do It Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. just picture like um, him dance, Bart dancing. He's like, only I may dance. I love that. <laughs> Sit perfectly still. Only I may dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We mean like Jacko used to quote that all the time. That's a mutual friend of ours, listeners. But yeah, we, we he also loves The Simpsons. Do you, um, I'm conscious we haven't really started the episode yet, but I've got to say, do you have, obviously Simpsons quotes are everywhere and everyone's mm-hmm. quotes The Simpsons. Like, you have to speak up, I'm wearing a towel, you know, yeah. lines like that. Everyone seems to quote them. But do you have a quote that is not, particularly well quoted it's not like a go-to quote but do you have a quote that you use a lot of the simpsons oh man i wish i'd been able to prepare an answer for this um oh. i do say yellow a lot when i answer the phone yeah um, and i mean that is homer i don't care if it was in something else to me that is a homer line um oh i bet there is i bet that 
nothing comes to mind immediately. Um, and I just feel like if I sit ruminating on it, there'll be 10 minutes yeah. of dead air. But I mean, <laughs> have you have you got one? I, do, I mean, I quote TV shows, but I don't have a personality. My personality is recycled. Yes, you do. Don't you my, dare say that. My personality is recycled sitcoms. Oh, man. Well, that's all of us in the 21st century, mate. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I basically will just quote random things to my girlfriend and she'll look at me and name a TV show. And I go, no, it was The Simpsons. <laughs> How did you not get that? Um, but the one I do all the time is whenever my girlfriend goes out, I quote Marge on the lamb. Uh, when Marge is going out with Ruth Powers and mm-hmm. Homer goes, you can't go out on Wednesday night. That's our special night. <laughs> what, what's so special about it? I don't know. A little thing called Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> and what I love is the first time I did this with my girlfriend, she genuinely looks at me and went, what's so special about it? I was like, yes, I can oh, do this. Oh, God, that is absolutely amazing, man. And I'll tell you what, if you do it in a room full of her family, they will think you are controlling. <laughs> they will, they will not get the reference. Well. <laughs> Honestly, some of the little shows they watch together, like, you know, don't go there and talk to the hand. And oh my God, man, that is amazing. Um, but yeah, in in the spirit of actually persevering with, the episode, with yeah. Corey's request, because me and you could literally be here for two hours just chatting about The Simpsons. Um, the opening, Leonard Nemo, which is brilliant. It's like, am I true? I'm in faults. But it's a brilliantly, something about like the fictional story of that. And it's like, but isn't that the best truth of all? The answer is no. <laughs> just absolutely, absolutely kills me. This is a really famous set piece now and quote I think of all the time when Homer like famously mis- mistitles speed as the bus that oh, couldn't yes, slow down. I, love it. Um, I saw this bus and the speed dropped over 40. And if the speed dropped, <laughs> then the bus would explode. I think it was called called... (laughs) The Bus That Wouldn't Slow Down. (laughs) I mean, I I do remember this film actually, um, obviously watching, I had it on video, I think. um, And I did always love the whole VCR trick into the CCTV. Um, Although it seems like mental to think, how how would they ever get it to loop? Because a VCR, a a VHS tape, by its very nature, can't loop. They always run out of film, and then you have yeah. to rewind them. Um, so I don't know. I don't. Maybe this someone would explain how this works to me. But I mean, I just love. Is it home? Is he, is he wearing? Is it just don't just sit on it or something like just that? Sit on and, it, and like yeah, you just got like Carl and Lenny just like disco in the background, <laughs> yeah. and then like one of them is asleep, um, and it just cuts to like uh, Burns and Smith. It's like ah, oh, Friday night again. He goes, what are you? Any plans, Smithers? Something gay, I presume. <laughs> like, Sorry, sir. <laughs> You know, lighthearted, fun. Like, oh, yeah, and it just laughs for like I mean, 10 seconds. By this stage, they are dropping hints, aren't they, as to uh, Smithers' sexuality. I think episode. so, yeah. When does it kind of get... When's what? the Malibu Stacey episode? Which, I think which, is that season five? It, oh, it could be then, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, to me, that seems like a pretty definitive episode, like yeah. not to, you know, I, disparage I, doll collectors. I have a feeling it's season five because I think the, the first big clip show but it's not really a clip show sort of thing do you know the is it the 138th episode spectacular i watched that fairly recently yeah which i think is about season six mm-hmm. um and they do obviously they go back and one of the questions is when troy mcclaw is presenting it um what's the deal with Wayland smithers and they do all these clips of him obviously being in love with mr burns and go as you can see the deal with Wayland smithers is that he's monty burns's assistant <laughs> yeah i remember that he's 30 years old he's single and he doesn't smoke <laughs> 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 yeah man i do remember that i've not seen that episode for ages um but yeah i think you're definitely right they're definitely upping the hints now um and as far as i'm aware as of 2020 i'm fairly certain he actually has been outed I, I on the show he has, he has yeah, come out they, on the show now yeah i think, think they did an ep about it um albeit i've not know. seen that episode i haven't seen the last I'm, I'm i'm scatty at the last like five seasons or so i don't think i've seen beyond season 12 ever in my life um, really not at yeah, all not at all Wow! Um, not even a single episode. So kind of mad. Like it, it that that would have been well, what like two thousand and one or something, two thousand and two. I'm, I'm genuine. I'm not, not at all. Like not Li- even on like Channel Four. Just when they've done old reruns and stuff. No, no. Like if I if I see an episode on TV, I always press info, and if it's like beyond a season, I know I never watch it. Oh, that's that's cruel. Man. I that's know, cruel. I know, but I and I've got nothing against them because I know there's good episodes beyond. Yeah. But for me, I am like one of the people who's like the golden age is the golden age. Oh, but I I think the golden age goes up to 12. A lot of people say it ends at season eight, which I think is insane. I think seasons yeah. like nine and 10 are brilliant. Um, wow, that's, that's, 
So are you one of these people who's like, would you like to, would you, do you think the show should be cancelled or would you like to see it? Oh, I think on? it should have been cancelled ages ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, my view of The Simpsons is a bit like, I, I heard, obviously, Four Finger Discount, huge Simpsons podcast. We can't yeah, get through Probably, the, probably the biggest influence on us, it should be said, so go check them out. Um, and are they compared in one episode, I think, The Simpsons to a, 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 a distant aunt mm. when they're like, you know, I don't see her very often, and if she was to die, it wouldn't really impact on my life. But it's <laughs> nice to know that she's still out there doing stuff. Nice to know she is alive. <laughs> and, it's, and that's their view of The Simpsons now. It's, like, it's good to know it's still going. I'd feel sad if it was gone, but it wouldn't really impact my life in any way. I just love the idea of it having finished after season 12, something like Frasier, having a real set like number of episodes. It doesn't feel like it's going on forever. Um, and then, like you know, I don't know. I, it would have just felt more complete as it was like a box set to me you know like yeah. I, it's just it's now so big it's almost like a soap opera less than a than a tv yeah. show I like mean, you know the idea of owning a box set for it like we you have our fraser one you can't get past season 20 on dvd exactly in, in the uk uh, and now got, disney I plus have, have them all that will never I have, happen i have got disney plus purely to watch the simpsons yeah that's the only reason i would ever flirt um, with getting it i think and um, because i said like my obviously i'm a huge simpsons fan and i'm I'm not as cruel as you. I will watch later episodes. Because, um, I mean, I don't... It doesn't... I think the difference between the later episodes and the earlier episodes for me is that the later episodes don't have the heart of the earlier episodes. I think that's the big difference. Mm-hmm. But they're still watch. I think it's still better than a lot of the rubbish on TV these days. Yeah. Um, but my, obviously, my girlfriend's not as big a Simpsons fan because that's probably not possible. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to get her to watch every episode on Disney Plus with me. I'm up to season end of season seven i think at the moment so it sounds mental to say and i mean we are don't worry Corey. we're going to get back to the episode yeah god i'm so sorry um no no it's, it's both of us um it sounds mental to say but it makes sense to me in that i think the simpsons is underrated with people who haven't watched it and they think it's a stupid cartoon or they just think it's like a kid show i think that's the biggest misgiving yeah. you know, it's never like been something my you know my parents generation watched or like my, you know my mom and dad see an episode on tv that i'm dying with laughter at and they're like what on earth is this but like it's it taps weird. into such a good sense of humor that's like our generation in a nutshell you know what i mean millennials that's weird because like when i I was a kid that was the one that was the big the first show i can really remember that we all watched was six oh o'clock. man i miss six, that i love six that. o'clock every weekday we'd all st- my mom would have dinner done around six and we'd all sit down and we'd watch the simpsons that is honestly one of the nicest things i've ever heard man and like, i that's, love that that's one of the reasons i just love the show so much and i'd be gutted if it went off the air even if quality has declined oh yeah it's just that for me it's just when i'm watching simpsons i feel like i'm seven years old i've just gotten home from school and yeah, all of us man. are sat in the living room watching it and it's yeah that that for me is like what Frasier is and like even we've talked about this it's like when a show feels like home you know when yeah. it's like i mean a, a good book feels like home i think that sense is is just such a you know once once something's got that for you it never goes away um yeah. and so yeah i mean i, I mean i was although I, I you know i said what i said about you know not having seen other <laughs> simpsons episodes I, you will agree i was never disparaging of the simpsons going yeah. on you know like I, i'm not someone who thinks oh it's terrible I'll never watch it it's just I've never got round to watching beyond season 12, you know. And I think it's um, aimed at a different audience, isn't it? Now, the latest seasons are aimed at a younger generation. And big that's, time, you know. know it's and just and one with of the celebrities things. and stuff, you know, based on who they used to have on compared to who they have now, it's it's yeah. very different. Um, Jasper, to the episode. So, yeah, yeah the episode. <laughs> the episode. J- Jasper is in the, uh, the, the retirement castle. He takes Wednesday's pills instead of uh, Friday's. And kind of disgusting. Do you remember what happens to him? Does he grow like? A, does his whole big body just become hair? His whole body becomes hair, and like it. This is reminds me a lot when Homer's eyes crossed over, like yeah. f- and a bit like in the the one with the in Lemon of Troy with the dog's teeth in the in the door. Just a horrible, real kind of like ASMR moment on 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 the show where it gives me chills. It's so visual, isn't and it? It is, man. It really creeps <laughs> and me out. I just love the knowing realization because I think he takes it, realizing, it's, oh dear. Yeah, I guess, oh, no, wrong pills. <laughs> Hair everywhere. Um, we see Millhouse playing war- Kevin Costner's Waterworld in the uh, in the arcade. Um, he puts 40 cents in. Um, he moves the character three, three spaces steps? to the right, yeah. and then it's game over. And then he starts putting the money back in. <laughs> Diligently. Uh, he's like, what a rip! And then he just looks at the bo- yeah. the, plat- the uh, handful of coins he has. Um, 
then in another because it's it basically this sounds like we're just jumping from scene to scene but it's because it's friday it cuts to everyone in springfield it's everyone's knocking off time isn't it really? exactly so we cut to uh to hibbert dr hibbert and he's leaving and his left hand's molman in the uh in the x-ray machine <laughs> hello 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 <laughs> i seem to recall you could go in there on the simpsons hit and run and i think he was in there on the PS2 game. Very possibly. Yeah, did you play that? I played it. It's been a long time, but I did play it, yeah. I rinsed that game back in the day. It was right. one of my favourite games, man. I, one of my favourite things was every level had a hidden car, and it was like something, for a reference from something else in the show. Um, so I remember on one level, it was like a remote control car hidden on a roof, and then you could drive that round, and oh, that's a whole other tangent. But <laughs> Simpsons hit and ruin. If anyone played that, I know we have people who play games in the in the audience. Um doof at this point because homer it's friday night he wants to drink something different mo just grabs a bottle of duff and puts hey. an out <laughs> above the and it does i mean homer realized like hey this is just duff <laughs> yeah and then mo's yeah. like yeah you got me <laughs> um and then i mean mo is is so good in this episode actually he's not given that much to do but he has some great moments and this this could prompt a huge tangent but i have to ask do you have a favorite side character by which i mean anyone who's not in the family and I'm it can be li literally anyone as far I... as i'm concerned even if they only appear once so early seasons mm -hmm. i i would have loved obviously in the, in the early seasons we see ralph a bit more intelligent and he cultivates really in the episode i love lisa where i think where he plays george washington in the play oh yeah and it's like never and so going, good. oh i love i would have loved to have seen more Ralph, intelligent Ralph, or at least not yeah. stupid Ralph. I don't like the fact they dumped him down too much. It's a bit like uh, with Kevin in the office. For anyone listening who's in the office, the exact same thing happens. But yeah, you know, Ralph. I, I think it's something that's gradually happened with a lot of Simpsons characters. Homer has become dumber and dumber and dumber. Yeah, big on. time. And I really don't like that. Um, but I really love. I'd have loved to have seen more of that slightly more intellectual Ralph. Mm -hmm. Who else do I love? I love. I love them all. It's all really... my picks are really obvious ones. Like I love Gil. I love Lionel Hutz. Yeah. Oh, Lionel. Um, okay, yeah, it's got to be Lionel Hutz. Yeah, I, I love Hutz. Not... Basically, just... any Phil Hartman character. Phil um, Hartman. What a legend. He was Phil like Hartman. the beating heart of like side character Simpsons for he, me. Everything is just he, honestly. I don't think the man ever had an average line. No, just no. everything is perfect. Everything he delivered was absolutely, absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um. And have you ever seen him in? Um, in a film, in like an actual film, where he's we, me and my family, uh, amazingly, me and my mom quote him in Jingle All the Way yeah. all the time. Like, oh, these cookies! I can't <laughs> get the recipe from Liz. <laughs> it's like, Honestly. she's in the shower. Do you want me to go check? <laughs> it is. It is a pleasure of mine watching because he's also in a film. I don't know if you've ever seen it called Greedy with Michael J. Fox. Oh, I've not seen that. Would recommend it. It's um, it's mm. also got I think Ed Begley Jr. in it. Okay, you might know Googling from his, as we his speak. Basically, uh, yeah, I'll um. Michael J. Fox, uh, it's got the guy, he, he married Catherine Cedar Jones, his dad in it, and I've forgotten the name. Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Um, and basically, he's an old man, he's rich, and his family are always schmoozing up to him, trying to get his inheritance when he dies. Mm -hmm. And then Michael J. Fox was a long-lost relative and hasn't seen him since he was a kid and just sort of waltz his back and becomes a favourite. Um and I just love Phil Hartman in it. It's fantastic. Like really? everything. Oh, it's so good. It's a real pleasure of mine is to watch films with Phil Hartman in it with people. They don't realize who he is and then go, it's Lionel Hutz, that is. That's Troy <laughs> McClure right there. And it ruins that. It just it ruins the film for them because I can never stop seeing him. But what a legend. Like an absolute legend. People, sorry. People use the word legend colloquially quite a lot, but Phil Hartman is a legend. He is a legend. I mean, one thing that always moves me is that Zap Brannigan in Futurama was always intended for him to be voiced. And is it Billy West um, basically just like modeled his voice on on Phil to be, yeah. to, you know, to sound as close as he could to Phil Hartman? Um, because I think I mean, Zap Brannigan is amazing and Billy West is an amazing job if it is him. But you just think, God, Phil Hartman Imagine with that kind that. of writing. Everything no. Phil Hartman. Does like another one? I like there's one I forget the, the first two lines, but it's like, um, today we kill, tomorrow we die. And Gladys, the groovy mule, Gladys, the groovy mule. <laughs> it's like the president's neck is missing. <laughs> I love him, man. I love him so much. 
I love this bit now um, to come back to the to the Springfield Files is when Home obviously walks home because he is Boris Yeltsin drunk on the breathalyzer yeah. test. Clever. Um, very clever. There's actually a great band called Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yeltsin. Um, worth, worth a listen. But yeah, Homer walks home because he's too drunk. And I just think the animation and drawing here is really good. Like it's really yeah. creepy. He's going through like woods we've never seen before. There's something really spooky about the Philharmonic bus just kind of stopping in the middle of nowhere and then one person getting and off. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think are they playing Psycho as they come off? They the, are. The, that, I yeah. mean, that's creepy anyway, but it's the fact that she gets off and she continues playing the violin and she kind of wends down into the woods. And it's like very Alice in Wonderland-esque. Yeah. Like, there's the bit where she's lost on like a woodland path and she keeps seeing things down different alleyways and they slowly disappear. And it's very much like a homage to that. Then he sees, like obviously, the giant die billboard, which yeah. is creepy as hell anyway, because it's so big. I mean, he screams and then die it. Ah! Ah! <laughs> screams again. And I think it genuinely, when, when he finds Grandpa, it is a bit of a jump. Like, That's he, really it, weird. It What's is. Grandpa doing there? <laughs> Just, no time for you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something controversial. I've never been a huge fan of Grandpa. I'm um, not a fan of the relationship. I think they're too crawl on grandpa oh big time man. it just yeah. it makes like at some stage you think he's genuinely a nice guy to you like he gave you the house yeah he you know he, he did his best um he has some good lines but also sometimes he just goes on yeah it's i mean just, yeah i wonder if like maybe i mean they say freshen up a character a show maybe time for grandpa to die I mean, bit. that would like, be one a hell of an episode, wouldn't but it? But I think it would know? really be emotional. It would get audiences back. I think everyone would tune in to see. And have, like, an, have an episode really like celebrating his life, him in the war and everything he's done sort of thing. Yeah, massively so. Um, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a really good shout, I think. Where am I in my in my bullet points? Um, oh, yeah, I mean, it's Hober's birthday, which yeah. kind of gets glossed over, which I mean, like, yeah. I thought... It's the same as the dark. Same as the dark. Like, lousy, <laughs> lovable darks. Like, oh, we didn't get you a gift. Yes, we did. <laughs> lousy, lovable dark. Um, I do love Santa's Little Helper. He's, he's one of my faves. We now, now have one of my favourite side characters, Chief Wiggum. And it's like, oh, he goes, okay, Mr. Jackass. I mean, Mr. Simpson, I'm typing that up on my invisible typewriter. I mean, is this the episode where someone comes in and I touch, I touch the building downstairs? Down, and I'm worried I'm going to do it again. <laughs> okay, Mr. <laughs> and he just starts typing it out again. Um, I love Wiggum. Um, I just think, yeah. I love his stupid. I mean, as much as I talk about characters being dumbed down, it works so well. He's such a moron. I mean, another one that really jumps to mind is um, Treehouse of Horror when they're doing the shinning. Yes. And it's like, my husband's on a murderous rampage. Over. Thank God that's over. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Oh my God, I completely forgot. You remind me of so many lines I've forgotten about. The one the other day from Lemon of Troy, like he's got the taste of meat now. (laughs) Honestly, I just break out laughing thinking about that since he told me about it. Um, Just brilliant. Um, We now cut to the special guest stars, which really are massive stars. Even today, like it's amazing to hear David Duchovny and and Gillian Anderson, who Gillian Anderson in particular is still huge. Like she was in Sex Education. She's now in The Crown. The Crown, I think. She's playing Thatcher. Um, So yeah, like she's still really big. Um, And and Mulder says, there's been another UFO sighting in the heartland of America. We got to get there right away. It's very tongue in cheek. (laughs) Oh, it's like every episode of the X-Files. And I love how responsible. Gee, there's a, uh, a, was it a shipment of drugs and illegal guns or something like that? I don't think the FBI is concerned with that. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good line. It's like, I hardly think the FBI is concerned with matters like that. Um, I forgot this is the episode with the lie detector gag. They, I mean, this is like one of the most famous Simpsons gags for me, like of all time when it blows up. Like I remember inheriting an old mobile from my brother and it just had this clip on for 10 seconds. People must have been Bluetoothing around. Yeah, this is obviously way back in the day. But yeah, I always forget this is this episode. It's so, it's, it's iconic, isn't it? I mean, it's and the Simpsons phenomenal. do lie detectors very well, generally. Mo, I mean, yeah, Mo is the other one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the mo one's better than the homer one but I just... and when he's like i'm gonna go fine i'm gonna go home and talk to women <laughs> fine i'm gonna look through victoria's secret catalog fine 
Sears Canada. Sears Can Canada. I go now? <laughs> oh my god. Um so yeah, now we, we kind of cut back to, to Moe's um now that they're have in we, Springfield. Just, have we had the lineup yet of the aliens? Yeah, and it's like it's uh yeah. what's the guy's name from Looney Tunes? Marvin. Yeah, you have Marvin, do you have uh, Chewbacca, I think, is there? Chewbacca, I think, is there. Um, Alf is there. Yeah, Kang and Kodos are there. <laughs> yeah, one of them is there. I never know which one's which. There's a way to distinguish them, isn't there? But I don't know how. Um, um, I, mm, I don't, don't blame I, me. I voted for Kodos. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> <laughs> you struck me as someone who would know how to dis- differentiate between the two of them. Oh, God. I'm, are, they, I think, are their eyes different? Want, like, let me let me get up a picture of Kang and Kodos just before I do anything else. And, of course, we see as well their... Um, they're badges. Am I right in thinking it's like them just lay- lounging around naked? Uh, only Mulders. Which only Mulders. It's so funny. He's kind of like <laughs> doing the whole like elbow pose on his side, just wearing black Y fronts. And then, so yeah, we, we we have the lineup, which is just amazing. And then we get like them coming to Springfield and they, they go to Moe's and because obviously Homer's retracing the night it happened and he's like just getting extremely drunk and he starts hitting on school. He's like, wow, you are one fine looking <laughs> woman. It's like, my wife's not married. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's just kind of, he's just kind of hitting on her hair. I mean, can you, what, can you remember much of like, these two as guest stars in this episode? Do they like kind of stay in your head when you think back about this episode? They do because I think it's iconic as an episode that Maybe it is in the such... 90s as well yeah 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 and it, it's i think it's a very different type of episode to the normal simpsons episodes you know it's it is a bit of a creepier vibe we don't really consider aliens in the simpsons except for treehouse of horror so it, it's yeah. different to have it in a normal episode i like that um and i just think Mulder and scully are just so distinctive and it's such a good episode it's one thing being a guest star in a poor episode and you're probably not going to get remembered but it's a strong it's a really strong episode and just as they, they do it so well because they're not they're not necessarily the source of the humor in most scenes i think that's fair to say mm-hmm. but they it's like they play the straight guy to homer's it bounces comedian. off them well doesn't it yeah, yeah. um albeit we do have some wonderful lives like her that just um when she's just hypnotized, like it's like a lava lamp. It's like a lava lamp. <laughs> His jiggling is almost hypnotic. And then, yeah. then Mulder, like, this, why are we doing this test? Oh, I thought he could stand to lose a little weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Mulder goes and he can rant. It's like the unexplained mysteries of unexplained mysteries. mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what's really interesting is the way they play, as you say, is like you know the kind of the straight man. Everything bounces off them. They're really deadpan, and they're deadpan in the X Files anyway. Like a lot of people especially in the early seasons, criticised David Duchovny in particular for saying he's very wooden. But I always really liked the way they play it because they're quite like, there's, you know, there's a, there's a warmth underneath it, but they're both just kind of very deadpan and, and kind of just laid back no matter what comes their way. And they they kind of amp that up, I think, in this episode. Everything they say is like so monotonous and yeah. broad. And I feel like that in itself is a joke on how they play their characters in the X-Files. Yeah, perfectly. And I think, it, and yeah. then it does so well against the five things behind them like just mo with a is it a whale i think that he just like helped <laughs> exactly. carry we just gotta get this thing back to sea world <laughs> <laughs> and it just works so well with these like very deadpan monotonous serious and then just a whale in the background i mean also everyone in the simpsons there's no monotonous characters all the voice acting whilst amazing is obviously very exaggerated and strange in the show yeah. so and maybe stand like, out because of it don't know big time yeah. yeah so i mean there must be a big artistic choice that's gone on here i mean obviously where when mo is running away you know it's like cheese it it's the feds <laughs> with, the, with, with the whale um we see grandpa again can you remember what animal has stolen his dentures uh, is it like a turtle? Or it's something? a turtle. It is a turtle. See the I have turtle. a visual of him like chasing after the turtle and the turtle outrunning him. I absolutely love the turtle with the teeth in his mouth, man. It's just hilarious. Um, I'll also update about Kang and Kodos. I've got no idea how you differentiate the two of them. I don't know where I thought you could. But I think um, one wants um, abortions for some and miniature American flags for all. <laughs> and one of them believes that we should keep twirling, twirling towards freedom. <laughs> twirling That's towards the freedom. Big difference. Yeah. That's the big difference, man. And also one of them wants to cook for humans. <laughs> the other one wants to cook for 40 humans. Oh, um, God. But yeah, God, we could do this all day. Um, now, this could actually be a 12-hour podcast. Though. It actually could. It's terrifying <laughs> trying to keep to, a, keep to a time. Homer's kind of affronted by Marge. He's, he's in bed and he's like, you know, I don't want to stay in bed with someone who doesn't believe me um no, is... it's like, you're just listening you're just hearing what you want to hear i'd love an omelet right about now <laughs> honestly the simpsons i think they do the the bed scenes between homer and marge so the, good the reality and the intimacy of a relationship they do 
perfectly. Really like these, do. Like the one that always jumps to head for me, and I know I'm jumping from the episode again, but like when Homer in I think it's Homer and Delilah when he loses his hair again. Mm. And Marge like holds Homer in his arms, like stroking his his like two hairs. Yeah. Uh, and singing You Are So Beautiful to Me. Like that's a beautiful moment. God, and, like, man. Here when she's like, you know, I don't believe you hope like it's just it's like, so oh, you good. do great. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, oh, it's yeah. it's perfect. Like their relationship when they're in bed, just talking things through. It's just it's so real and it's so perfect. And I love it. Like, I love that. Yeah, that's a really good observation. I remember seeing someone on Twitter as well saying that they they kind of trace the decline of the Simpsons when it stopped. Homer stopped wearing his glasses when he goes like when he wants yeah. to be smart. And I always see in bed. He's always got them on. Um, he always puts his little tortoise shell glasses on. Um, but yeah, I, I've always loved the, the bed scenes with him and Marge because they're just they've always got great gags. I mean, I think of Homer versus the is it the 18th amendment when he's the alcohol baron oh yeah. like it's blowing up in the base like oh kablamo oh, excuse oh, me much those <laughs> beans i had this one <laughs> everything's exploding around them and i, I also i mean i just love as i was leaving all right when he's i won't share a bed with someone who thinks i'm crazy unless you're feeling amorous and oh. i'm not <laughs> okay then <laughs> no, i love that i love mean, it's, it's another one when he's like when marge is completely not into it i almost tried it on uh and i think is it i can't remember which one it is he's like what if I told ideas? Maybe if I sing to you. <laughs> I gave my love a chicken. <laughs> it had no bones. I just love it. It's just it's beautiful. Oh my God, man. I remember that song now. I used to sing that all the time when I was a kid. Um, I mean, what's the deal here? So Homer and Bart, they go camping in the clearing where he first saw the alien. Yeah. What's the deal with the, the toads, the beer toads? Because you have three toads going, but why is Bud. Oh, as a kid, I never knew what they were saying. It's only today I realised they were saying Budweiser. I, and then they say cause when an alligator bites them. I feel it must be some kind of a joke about some kind of a TV advertisement at the time. It has to be a, a play on a, an existing yeah. ad, yeah. That's a good but shout. I do love Bart's scary story, which I think, and that's how much college will cast for Meg. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. Um, and we have Homer as well. Oh, a great visual gag is that everything has property of Ned Flanders on it. Like there's yeah. tags everywhere. Homer cooking like the biggest marshmallow tree I've ever seen. He's got like a branch with like four branches on each one's got mushrooms on it. Um, so, so good. Um, obviously... Like- Sorry, you're gonna say. I was gonna say we get the poppers well at the Fox Network. Like, what if we don't find anything? We'll fake it and sell it to the Fox Network. Oh, they'll they'll show buy anything. Buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's a great reference now. I was actually doing something TV related. This is after they've they've got the footage of the alien. Um, on on Kent Brockman's show, there's a guy who's just woken up from a 28 year old coma. And he's like, "There's a Dasani and Cher." Stupid show. <laughs> be so well, actually, she would an Oscar, and he got into the Congress. He's like, good night, good night. <laughs> that just dies. Such a strange gag, but still really kills me. It is. It's like I have no idea what's happening, but I love it. I still right. love that. It's the way he says good night. Then they all the mob now appears outside Homer's to t- to answer questions, and obviously the news are there. And uh, my favorite one comes from Ned. Can you remember what Ned asks? Oh, were you on my uh, roof still in my weather vane? <laughs> I won't be taking any further questions. <laughs> I just love that Homer blatantly has no idea. Like, is it a silicon-based life form or carbon-based? Uh, uh, the second one. Silophone. Silophone. And then, obviously, they go with Homer to stake out at the clearing, like, for the end now. We, we've obviously figure out who it is, which we'll, I'll save for in a minute. Uh, Homer, so basically, he, there's a T-shirt guy selling T-shirts, and Homer is a dope. You don't Homer's see any Homer is a dope T-shirts, do you? <laughs> we sold out of those an hour ago. Um, well, what he sees them on Marge and Maggie, and then he turns and says, "I'll take two. Yeah. Obviously, the guys just said they've sold out. Is that meant to be a deliberate gag because Homer's stupid, or do you genuinely think maybe they forgot that they'd written that line it there? Does- it does it feel feels a bit like to me forgotten. like they've forgotten. Yeah. It doesn't it, feel like we think, oh, Homer's an idiot. Like it doesn't quite, I don't know. It doesn't work every bit. It just doesn't seem to land with him being an idiot. And I don't feel, I just, my gut instinct says that's not the intention. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought. I don't know what it is, but I do love, I mean, do you know, do you remember why Marge gets the shirt? Uh, because the they were 100% cotton and look at the stitching on dope. <laughs> I'm stitching on dope. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I love, I love them. If, 
you can get a shirt abusing someone I'm like yeah but look at that stitching <laughs> look at that stitching man <laughs> um oh my god um i was gonna say yeah i mean what do you make of the the conclusion to this episode like the general explanation that it, it's it's burns taking his go to his chiropractor take his drugs you yeah. know is it a satisfying conclusion to you or would you prefer it to have been something that left was left unexplained and like it goes off into the woods and they they never see it again? I I like it. I don't. I've not no issue with the ending episode. I quite like that. Um, I I just you get some really funny gags from it. I think as I remember Smithers running in going, "Don't get it. It's Mr. Burns. Ah, oh, it's Mr. Burns. Get it. <laughs> um, and it, it works so well with him explaining the procedure. It's kind of logical with the radioactive glow and stuff like that. It makes sense in a cartoon world. Yeah, it does. Um, and then I love that burns suddenly gets his senses back and she's like yeah no, I'll tell you I, I don't wish you peace and love i, I wish, wish you fear and <laughs> yeah man a time for a booster <laughs> <laughs> i bring you sunshine and i really do love the ending of the episode with them all arm in arm yeah and i think is it does it marge turn around to say and say say something to him like you might not have found alien but you brought us all together or something like that or, i think so yeah um I feel like I, I feel like I turned the episode off just before that line came yeah, on. I, I'm a bit of a glutton for closing the tabs before uh, they're due. Marge, I think, says, "Well, you said you'd bring them peace and love, and it looks like you did it. I'm proud of you, homie." Which is there you go. That's a really nice solution. I like that. Um, and I love then. I, I really, I absolutely love the last line, which is when we go back to Squeaky Teenager. And he's yes. Like, Thank you. And keep watching the skis. Down the skies. <laughs> I, I love it. I love that, man. I love that. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Squeaky Voice Teen are also a very underrated side character, I think. I like the fact that... I mean, he says, I'm Leonard Nimoy in the, in the yeah. conclusion as well. He's not even <laughs> pretending to be someone else. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is as haphazard a review of an egg you're going to get. But I think it came from a place of love. We love it, the it Simpsons. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, Corey, I think hopefully you'll be happy with that, my friend. You, After your generosity with the, the cameo that you sorted last week, we hope that that's, uh, that's good enough for you. Um, but I mean, we have got a big list now. Um, I'm conscious, I did tell Key, I'm about to have dinner at any second, so I might have to, we might have to cut this podcast episode short. But we have got a big list growing now of other other episodes. Have we, have we got a list of what people have, have we actually got in front I, of I've you? got them in my head. I'm going to compile them into a list like tomorrow or something, so you've got them. But we basically have... Um, Another person who I'm going to keep everyone anonymous just for for the sake of ease. Someone who donated for us to do the Cheers app um, mm. has possibly wants us to do an It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I like that. I've sure. I've seen like up to season five of that show. I'm, so I'm about the same stage. Actually, I've seen yeah. a fair bit of it. So I mean, I'm a big fan of It's Always Sunny, though I've not gone back to it for ages. Um, we have the keeping up appearances. We have the Good Place. We have bone kickers. Yeah. Do we um, have a set of bone kickers? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know oh. yet. Um, I think I think they mentioned that they they donated uh, very recently, actually. So I need to go and check. Um, and I think a couple of people have donated, but maybe not got in touch. So remember, you can find us on Facebook. We're listening a Fraser podcast at Fraser Pod on Twitter. We post on the Fraser subreddit every week as well, which is where all our listener mail comes from. So you can get in touch there. Um, but yeah, we're only going to put up one of these a month, basically. Um, so you'll always have Frasier episodes as well. Th this week, when you'll be hearing this, you won't have a Frasier episode as well because we've obviously had time off over Christmas and our schedule got staggered. So we're going to be sorting that out. So if you're listening to this now, that's the only episode that's coming out this week. But normally it will be with a Frasier app as well. Um, yeah, anything I've missed, Kate? You want to get in there? I kind of oh, just I'm, spoke your ears off. I am just, I'm sorry to Corey for watching the wrong episode. I, I, you still did a very good job. I think if we <laughs> cut that out at the beginning, people wouldn't know that you hadn't watched the app. Yeah, I, truly, I, I truly mean that. I truly mean that. Um, they'd, be asked, they'd be thinking he's had a bad week on Trivia, hasn't he? But, if you had a bad well, week, what the hell was mine? I, I mean, mean, you. in fairness with you, it was actually the wrong episode. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but you you got some of mine, I think, and you haven't no. seen the app in years. So, <laughs> oh, um, it's just, I mean, and I'm sorry for the haphazard way. The problem with the Simpsons is because we, I think, if we were doing it every week, it'd be different. But because just doing one episode, it's like, oh, I want to tell you all my favorite things about oh, the Simpsons, man, and this is everything I love, and it's just it's difficult. Yeah, to, the to the keep nature of the fact we're well, I'm pressed for time as well, and the fact we try to keep bonus episodes a little bit shorter than normal. It, it's so tough because I literally just wanted to riff on everything, man. I wanted yeah. to riff on my favorite lines, side characters. I still need to think what my favorite line that I use in everyday life is. Uh, it's Wednesday, a special <laughs> night. That's absolutely killed, man. A little thing called Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. 
I'm going to go and find that on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. Um, and next week, you will be listening to The Innkeepers, which we're very excited to record. Um, but until then, I've been Will. I've been Key. And thank you very much for listening to We're Listening.